0: take her hand letting my thumb brush against her wrist my skin tingles where we touch and sparks zap up my spine and back down to my toes ever since the first day i met her being around her has made my chest warm and achy and i wonder if she feels the same if the little glances she gives me when she thinks i'm not looking mean what i want them to mean if every second we're apart is as painful for her as it is for me I've lost count of how many times the words have been on my lips. Of all the times I've been so sure I wouldn't be able to stop myself from telling her the truth. Not about what I am, but about who I am when I'm with her. But a chilly gust of wind rattles past us, unusually cold for late spring, filling my nose with the scent of fresh earth again, and a suffocating guilt crawls through my chest. Because Leora might not know who's in these unmarked graves, or who put them there but I do. I remember each and every one of their faces, how they twisted in agony as their life drained out of them. And she's right. Everyone knows about the wizards from the High Guild who've been prowling around after the last bell, terrorizing people in their homes and taking what's not theirs to take. The monarchy sanctions their late night visits, turning a blind eye to the cruelty they inflict on innocent people. Everyone might know about the wizards' crimes, but no one has the means to fight back. Well, almost no one. For all the wizard's power, they're still only human. It's so easy for them to lose track of one of their own in the dark, of a partner they thought was just behind them. They never notice one of their brethren slipping off into the night without a sound. Except sometimes there's a sound. Sometimes I'm not quick enough and they get a chance to scream. It's blood-curdling and beautiful, the only beautiful thing about them. I shouldn't feel that way. I shouldn't like hurting them, even if they deserve it. And I know exactly what that makes me. Not just a murderer, but a monster. And I don't want to be either of those things, but it doesn't change the fact that I need to be. I suck in a breath and focus, trying to picture the faces of all the wizards I've killed. Of course, I don't know what her father looks like, but I imagine a middle-aged man with her blue eyes and the same color hair, a deep reddish brown, and maybe the same thin nose that gets wider at the end. I saw a charcoal drawing of her mother once, and her nose didn't resemble Leora's at all, so I picture Leora's on this image I'm conjuring up of her maybe father and search my memory for a match. I'm sure he wasn't one of them, I tell Leora holding her arm steady as she climbs a couple of rock steps, slippery with mud. And I am, pretty sure anyway. Wouldn't I know if I'd murdered the father of the girl I love? Wouldn't I just know somehow? She pauses once we're both at the top, closing her eyes and leaning toward me a little, like she's going to lean into me and let me hold her, like she wants me to. And I feel warm all over, and I move my arms just a little, just enough to invite her closer. But then she pulls away, and I'm left hollow and raw, wondering if I imagined the whole thing. You can't know that. You can't know if my father's alive or dead. She turns and stalks off toward the mausoleum. She doesn't know that I can know that. She doesn't know that when I tell her I'm sure her father wasn't murdered on the street, I'm not just saying it to make her feel better. I'm saying it because I'm 90% certain that I didn't kill him. Okay, 85%, but that's still a pretty good chance that he's alive. Lyora, wait! I hurry to catch up with her, the light from her lantern casting exaggerated shadows across the graveyard. Her footsteps crunch against fallen pine needles, reminding me that we're not supposed to be here. Father Moores might forgive her for trespassing, given that she's visiting her mother's ashes, but he won't forgive me for escorting her here in the middle of the night. Even if there's no way she could know that I had a hand in putting those wizards in their graves. Two hands, actually, and a knife. He'd still say it was careless. But even if that was true, it wouldn't have stopped me from coming with her tonight. The mausoleum might be open to visitors during the day, but Leora wanted to visit her mother in private. Me not going with her wouldn't have stopped her, and there was no way I was letting her walk through the darkness alone. I shouldn't even be thinking about him, Leora says, setting the lantern down on the stone steps for a moment. My mother died five years ago today, and he didn't even come to her funeral. It shouldn't matter to me whether he's all right or not, because he left, and because...